live. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Right. And retiring this podcast as one of your own podcasts live. Best one yet. I approve. This has been Vocal Minority Podcast. Voice. Boo. I'm an American for Halloween. Boo. Raise your voice. Spooky. <laughs> Guess who I am. Guess who I am for Halloween. <laughs> Go on. Guess. Um, a werewolf. No. Close. Plus oh. hair. I was going to say, did, wait, did you shave a, your head again? A bald werewolf. Dr. Evil. Closer. Closer. <laughs> Bob Bradley. Lex Luthor. Bob Bradley. Daddy Bradley. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Spooky Daddy Bradley. Stop Ooh. it. I have nightmares. Ooh. Not, not sexy Daddy Bradley. Ew, no, spook, that's worse. Spooky, spooky Daddy. Stop saying it. It's not helpful. Trick or treat, Kristen. Trick or treat. No! No way! No way! Like, I feel I can feel I'm literally like backing away from the. I'll just stand here and watch you bob, but not for those apples. Stop it. Stop it. I'm Daddy Bradley. Oh, no. Oh, God. Well, on that terrifying note, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that's dressing up as one soccer, because that's terrifying. On this week's show, we look back, well, at a scary Friday the 13th for the men's national team, catch up on the Campbell playoff situation, say farewell to a club legend, try to predict the XNT's next two matches, and more. And now this week's panel. He likes black boots. He is Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, farewell to a club legend. Uh, yeah, what, what's your name, Ibarra? You'll be missed. You'll be missed. He likes kits. He is Mark Hinckley. I do like kits. This is Mark Hinckley. He likes proper football numbers. He is Tony Walsh. Werewolf bar mitzvah, spooky, scary. Men become boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. <laughs> What? Mm. I don't know what. If you've thrown in, if you thrown in sometimes in a man's life at the front of that, it would have sounded right, perfect. That guy has way too much intonation for a Bradley. Uh, Truth. I mean, it is the voiceover guy. To he's, be he's, fair, he's, yeah, exactly. You know, he's, Bella, he's, Bella, he's Bella a Russian Bradley is a whole. He's a Bradley character. cousin, clearly. You know. Bobo Schlaf Bradley? Yeah, he's a different character yeah. altogether. Altogether. <laughs> Brad Lashenko, I think is what he what he goes by. <laughs> Bradich. As for me, I also like football. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to our show. Good intro. Thank you. Ooh, it's me, Daddy. I'm sorry if I got too emotional. We need to contain Go. ourselves. Daddy says it's Everyone. okay. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's, this is funny, but it's also really worse. Yeah. Please stop. I am too sober for this. Oh. What's been happening? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's get the 
the absolute let's get the terrible stuff out of the way first uh which is the men's national team versus japan last friday morning so for those of you that got up like me and wasted mm. precious precious sleep precious mistakes sleep. were made <laughs> so mm. many mistakes were made by by the viewers by one soccer by the commentators mm. oh and by the players themselves because damn that these was not choice. good these are life choices Oh, they're bad ones. Bad, bad life choices. Um, if you watch the game, you do have many regrets, uh, as do I. And um, there is almost nothing to write home about that match because they were not good. But they were especially not good through the midfield. And that was very apparent through the entire match like there was bad passing bad connections bad communication like it just was and, and then uncharacteristic to a certain degree uh defensive errors not by some people i just expect it but not you know a couple people i was like um you're usually better than that and much smarter player than that but the fact that the score wasn't much 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 worse uh, honestly is is a shock it it very well could have been six seven uh one or none i just, all of that was a very nice goal that they managed to finally get back to salvage the tiniest little shred nice silver lining there wheeler <laughs> had it coming tiny, tiny shred um anyway but it was just bad bad i yeah that is not a good luck in the upcoming nations league matches next month i know um, watching the highlights back i heard there were a lot of great chances oh yeah, yeah. see yeah plural even they weren't they weren't um, they, 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 they they had a penalty that counts as a great chance i think oh, true a terrible penalty what a fucking soft bullshit penalty that one yeah yeah at least now but, I feel I feel less annoyed about Alfonso Davies stealing the penalty in the World Cup because if that's all Jonathan <laughs> David was going to do, then sure, fill your boots. But that Go was a me. surprise, actually. And I, because he's generally pretty competent and yes. scores goals and is a very focused player and was not a very well taken penalty, but also, you know, decently handled by the keeper who was actually pretty good um but yeah yeah blown opportunity went you know one of those things you know turn the tide a little bit um but still god that penalty was soft fuck's sakes man <laughs> it's just so annoying um mm. but yeah i don't know yeah you guys you guys saw the highlights and stuff uh i guess i i guess i like started tuning out the wheeler chatter about the the good chances or the big chances because all i saw was badness you know and yeah and i was just again regretting being awake so it was good times that sounded bleaker than it was meant to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean because like, I, I basically just saw highlights and just like wow just the the mistakes being made for the the goals that were being let in is like oof. And I guess much as saying if you watch the whole game that it's like the midfield that stands out, but from the highlights, the defense say, like, oof, what are you doing? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just looked like Japan was fucking with them. Like at times, like they were just. Oh, for sure. Just tic-tac-toe stuff. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was, there was a part of me that was watching some of the highlights. Like I felt like Japan probably could have made that six or seven and they just like wonderful passing. And then it's like, they get to the, they get to like the last two touches and they just whiff it away. I'm like, come on, come on guys. I know you guys are better than this, but whatever. They, the scoreline reflected exactly how that game actually went. So I'm not too mad at the fact that they didn't score more against Canada. But yeah, it was that was uh, that was a way to ruin a morning, huh? Hey, it huh? really yeah. was the worst part of waking up. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's uh, yeah, it does not speak well for this squad going into those nation leagues matches next month uh doesn't speak well necessarily for Biello. now again they only had a couple days preparation but this is very similar to the squad that came out of you know whatever they the summer matches and it's again not exactly showing much uh it's showing that they need Ostakio. And it's showing that they miss Atiba. And mm. it's showing that there is definitely some chemistry issues going on. Um, and whether there needs to be, yeah, like there needs to be some, maybe some other players moved on. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, it's to deal with next month. And for, I don't know how long he gets them before those two Nation Leagues matches. But... You know, tickets are on sale for the Toronto one right now. So go Ooh, join us. Hot I know. Uh, to be fair to Biello, I mean, oh, yeah. can't blame him too much because he was probably up all night trolling the vending machines of Japan looking for the one that dispensed center backs. You got to go into Saitama for that one. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. I, he was not. Well, I mean, they were in, they were in hmm. what? Nagata? I forget where they were. They were not. Um, they were nowhere thought, near the vending machine that's got the center backs. The best he could have done was a janky left winger, which you can get just on the outside. Of, got a good uh, holding midfielder in Shibuya once. Nice. Oh, really? That's a place score. to get a, a holding mid. Yeah. Holding anyway. was reasonable. Got some yeah, so, yeah, like, well, odds. Anyway, that killed All that right. conversation. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Do I want to keep doing geography jokes? I mean, yeah. let's 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 move on to things that are that are more 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 pleasant. Number number ten in Hokkaido. Anyone? Come on. Oh yeah, fucking ace. <laughs> All right. Oh, soccer playoffs, oh, baby. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Christ! Stop it. Fuck. Jesus Christ, dude. I I, I, I wonder if he. I wouldn't doubt he listens. I bet he wrote it down and he will claim it as his own. <laughs> this is gold. Information <laughs> is free or whatever. Fuck <laughs> you, Wheeler. Anyway. <laughs> um, so the playoffs, the KMPL playoffs, um, have been kind of exciting, especially if you're a fan of Pacific, like myself. Um 
good games. Although I, I admit I've missed most of the playoffs due to my work schedule. Um, so other than highlights, I haven't seen much. And so I missed other than some clips I saw later, um, especially post Malone, the, the Wanderers mm-hmm. match, uh, Daniil, mm. like trying to fight everybody. Is this what was happening? Somebody help. It's got those nightclub bouncer uh, vibes. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a Thursday night in Nicosia. Mm-hmm. Nicosia. I don't know. It's <laughs> probably. Is it Nicosia uh, or Nicosia? I think it's Nicosia, isn't it? I think it's Nicosia, but I, yeah. that's just what the I've heard the commentators mm. call it. Whether they got it right or not is another story. The kids call it the Koge. Yeah, <laughs> Koge. Um, I did see a lot of unhappy Wanderers fans online claiming that Pacific were playing dirty and flopping and diving and grr. Oh, now, was this just, East Coast yeah. beef. I was this just was... angry fans or was there some validity to that? Yeah, there's some validity to it. I think I, the, the main one I remember is just like, yeah, in second half stoppage time, this, uh, yeah, sort of the victorious goalie just going full Milan boy. And, oh, I'm, I'm, there, I'm hurt. I'm oh, I'm hurt. so injured. I'm so yeah. injured. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the the six minutes of injury time ended up being like thirteen minutes by the time they were all done, and as yeah, that's more or less legit actually. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, it was an insane game. Halifax were very unfortunate. Um, Top class comedy on goal. Yes, uh, I, yes, scored. I, then, yes, indeed. Know, wow, hit the post uh, slash bar a couple of times like, and just three, three times. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, like shots saved and all that sort of thing, and it's just ah, uh, yeah, they deserved better, but didn't get it. But uh, yeah, such is football sometimes. Main question I have though: the fuck is up with the uh, uh, Victoria's goalie? Why was he wearing very very similar shade of color to Halifax's kit? What the fuck was that all about? Oh God, I didn't even, that didn't even, I didn't even like twig to that when I was watching the highlights. That's a good point. It's funny, I mean, it's like, yeah, Halifax Twins are dark very blue, blue yeah. Purple. This is pretty much the same thing. A ridiculous. Huh. But huh. anyway, yes, Halifax, you know, had a big crowd. Um, yeah, didn't do much in the first half, but the, the second half definitely deserved better. And yeah, and yeah, handbags at the end. Fun. The six-hour flight derby is really heating up. Yeah. Well, so yeah, and earlier, obviously midweek, um, they beat uh, the YU guys out at I would in Victoria at Starlight Stadium. Um, only one nil, but a win is a win. And then yeah, flew out to Halifax for this one. And now they're playing in Calgary, right? It's in Calgary this weekend. Correct. So yes. um, I, I I know I know we just kind of skated over that first game. I didn't mean to. I just I was but I think I think the Halifax one because of the the handbags and such and Daniel. But please go on with the why no, you guys match. Okay, look if anybody just do yourself a favor if you if you think of it if you think of it go look up a go look up look up on the use of tube. Okay, 
and go look for the highlights of that match. And you, I, let's just, I'm going to assume it's like seven minutes. The, the package is seven minutes. Just start at the five minute mark. Just start at the five minute mark. Spoiler alert, Pacific wins. And they scored late. <laughs> yes. Late very late. Like terrifyingly late. I was like, what How, is happening? However, nearly the greatest goal ever fucking scored. Great fucking oh, goal. Yeah. Uh, that was absolutely batshit bonkers. bonkers. I don't know yeah. how the, like the just the sheer criminality of the fact that he was that he was off or someone was offside. Um I'll spoil this for you too because you still gotta see it. Balkum's flying in from about 30 yards with no time left on the clock. And I don't remember who did it, but went for a bicycle kick and fucking put it in. And it was offside. I'm like, this is bullshit. They should have counted that just for the meme alone. Honestly. I know. I know. The laws. Let's go to penalties. Pacific can win there. My God. Like, yeah, Holy those last shit. few minutes. Like, yeah. Like, I know, I know there was that whole, you know, can PL bangers only fucking banger right there robbed. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just, I, I, uh, Kristen and I were in a brief chat, uh, at what up 1230 at night or whatever something, the fuck it was. Yeah, something late. like that. <laughs> fucking late. <laughs> and when that goal went in, the, when the shot went in, cause it wasn't a goal, I messaged Kristen, did you fall off the couch? Cause like I would have <laughs> if I were her would have absolutely planted face on the floor with the absolute audacity of that whole fucking thing. I was, I was you basically like the couch, Mark. We it's hard to fall off the couch, couch when you're in bed. Uh, <laughs> you can't fall when you're laying down. It's really hard to did you, did you fall. fall out of bed. You, you can roll over many times and fall out of bed. I'm sure. I'll have, you know, that when I go to bed, I usually have a backpack on and that backpack is my wife and she will prevent me from falling because I can't fucking move for the first 45 minutes. I'm not complaining. That's just how it is. So that sounds uh, delightful. It's, it, it is, it is. And I'm, and, and I tend to be quite warm and then I can't wait for it to get off because I'm boiling either way. That's not. So, so you're the, just, you're the little, you're, you're the little spoon. Yeah, in this yeah, whole for thing. those of you who have actually met me. Yes. I'm the little spoon. Wrap yeah. your fucking head around that guys. Wrap your head around that. I'm six feet tall. And I'm a big dude, and I'm the little spoon, and she's not very tall. No. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Banger. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, go check that out. Totes worth watching. Oh, 100%. It was, yeah, it was fucking something. My God. So, yes, they have now uh, managed to two clean sheets, two wins, take on Calgary this weekend. We'll talk about that later on the show. Um, why are they taking on Calgary? Because as tradition, <laughs> like I gotta say for a five-year-old league, there really are some just hard and fast rules about this league. One is that Bobby can never win coach of the year. And we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but two Make is it five that in a row, Kristen. <laughs> Calgary will always just fuck up against Hamilton. No matter what. Three. No teams in Quebec. Oh well, yeah. That's just <laughs> that's that's isn't that I think that's, that's the law. That's in the charter. The yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So that was uh, dear gods, Mark. Do you want? I, do you want I to take, take the reins on this one. 
Now, you know what? I had a hard time watching it mostly because I got in impromptu pulled away from the house. So I was kind of watching it intermittently on the phone. I mean, I caught the goals and I did watch the replay pack just to double check. But um, aside from like the, 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 the bit of the squeaky bum time, probably at, for the last 10 minutes and maybe the first two, uh, Calgary <laughs> was not really in this game. Um, and I honestly don't know how, I mean, it, it probably could have been four nail for Forge by the time the 80th minute rolled around, but it also could have been three, two for Calgary by the time the whistle had blown, um, couple, a couple crossbars, a couple posts. Uh, it, it was, it was like, it was that last, I don't know what the last 30 minutes. Fantastic. Like like just, just on the, on the edge of your seat, like fantastic stuff. But uh, um, as per tradition, everybody's favorite team and definitely one of Kristen's Forge is in the final, hosting the final. They're opening up the other side of the stadium, people. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's that means there's going to be at least 6,000 people there. And I've seen the seats that are available on the current existing, uh, I guess it would be the east side of the stadium, which is where seats are normally and there's not much left there's probably like about 100 100 or 200 tickets just quickly scanning through Ticketmaster, but they are opening the other side um they weren't open as of uh day of recording but i suspect that they will be open probably tomorrow or the or wednesday or thursday uh so check if you're not sure but the whole and also it's in the shade i mean it's sun's setting earlier now but who cares? Uh, yeah, good, good, good seats to be available. Um, and oh, the tickets are uh, for the lower bowl. Uh, center line is 50, 40 bucks. And then adjacent 35, 30 and 25 uh, for per seat. So super reasonable. Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, Calgary. Shat the bed. Against. Forge. And. That's hilarious. But um, I will say, and I know we're going to get to this later that. Oh, um, yeah, actually, we'll save we'll save it for the, We'll save it for the previous because um, the implications are quite fascinating, which I kind of knew, but um, didn't realize until somebody put it put it all out in paper like, oh, my God, yeah, this is a thing. So uh, when we get to the preview part, we can we can discuss this. I'm intrigued. Stay tuned. Milk. Back in the fridge. <laughs> Daddy likes milk. Uh, Daddy mm-hmm. loves milk. Daddy's all about that lactose. Daddy likes milk in a bag. Oh. Daddy brought it to Norway. Canadian. <laughs> well, who do you think is going to be the next Team Canada coach? Father, father son you take that the first father son duo to lead a national team to the world cup oh my god i don't know i mean like terry dumfield's available now True. So, with his experience yeah why not yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's almost got points worth of experience yeah. <laughs> he's, hey he's won more mls games than michael Brobley has True. Just hey, when you've already That's qualified for the, 
when you've already qualified for the World Cup, one win out of 15 still gets you there. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, it has been um, as weird as this playoff structure is, it's at least been exciting and enjoyable um, in terms of the matches and uh, two big matches still to go. So uh, we'll talk more about those uh, later on in the show. But, you know, full value for it being some sort of playoff. You know, we, 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 we're, we're yeah. used to, we don't necessarily love playoffs all the time, but this, this is at least interesting. I find this to be interesting. And, you know, when you've only got eight teams, why not? Yeah, I've got nothing against this uh, this playoff format at all. It's uh, it's, yeah, it's fun, and uh, yeah, there's been uh, good times so far. A lot of you know, two comedy own goals can't go wrong with that, and uh, a lot of a uh, bit of Schadenfreude uh, already happening. What more do you need in the playoffs, really? Exactly. I love a German winger. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's move on to what we're talking about. And there's a few things to talk about. Um, We are going to start actually again with the men's national team. As I mentioned, they've got Nations League matches next month. And these are, uh, if they win this series, they get a berth, an automatic berth into the Copa America um, next year. Daddy, Um, Daddy likes Copa America. Jesus Christ. Um, so, but what's what's exciting about this? One, um, there's another game in Toronto. So, yay. Um, but the opponent is yet to be determined. That's right. We still don't know who we're playing. No you, know, us lives, you know who lives in Toronto? The Bradleys. Mm, really? All of them? He Just doesn't saying. still live here. He lives overseas now coaching somebody else. Oh it's yeah, he's here. in he's in Norway. Yeah, Canada, the, savings, Canada, the Canada of Europe. Saving saving his former club, apparently. Um I guess it's like yes. it's straight to Michael then. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Uh, come on. Look at the timing. <laughs> come on. We know. <laughs> we know. Come on, Kristen. Tell us what you know, Voyager's insider. I don't know. He does, you can hear it. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. <laughs> yep. She knows that, and she knows when the tickets go on sale. The tickets went on sale today. See, if you're if you're <laughs> a Voyager, the, the, well, the, yes. the yes. day of recording, the pre-sale for the Voyagers. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a Voyagers member, and I don't know whatever, however many levels of Canada, blah blah blah, those one went on sale on the Tuesday, and the public sale is Friday. Yeah, you seem to know mm-hmm. a lot. So well, uh, when yeah. when did you hear about Michael Bradley taking over? <laughs> That is not happening. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I know know when I know when every level of ticket goes on sale. But oh, uh, oh, me, little old me. I don't know. Like they tell us about the coaching decisions. Come on. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Cool. Although I was right about Stephen Caldwell. So, Um, oh, you did. No inside knowledge there. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you told me that in confidence. What? Me? Yeah. Yeah. We know that. (laughs) Yep. Um, oh, by the way, everyone, Kristen's got free tickets to the World Cup 
Just uh, mm. she's giving them away. Uh, follow the Bogle Bogle Minority podcast for the next couple of years and find out how how you can win. Yeah. That's bullshit. But you know, whatever you want to just snip whatever you need, do it. <laughs> yep. Back to you, Kristen. Use the code word carrots. Excuse me while I lock all of my accounts. Um, anyway, so yeah, they've got a home and away uh, in November. First matches somewhere um in where the land don't know. we don't know um yes. but the home yes, match is tuesday it's, like, it's the ultimate warriors is like the nickname of this team like just paths unknown who knows where Ooh, mm. nice, nice oh very good reference um mm. the home match is tuesday november 21st here in toronto at bimo field um so yes please do come out um to an actual, you know, to a meaningful game. And hopefully they will, well, they're going to be playing presumably nearly as good a team as Japan. So they, they will hopefully not suck as much. It's the positivity. It's just, you know, staggering. Yeah. Um, I mean, is, is this season, we obviously don't know the exact team, but is is it down to, well, there's this game here and whoever wins this will be playing Canada or whoever wins you know, the other way around. And are there options as to who this might be, or is it just like a random draw? No, there's a CONCACAF Nations League group stage that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. I cannot remember. Let's see, which group do they get their opponent from? That's what I cannot remember. Does it say anywhere? Hmm. Oh, God, do I want to go on the CONCACAF website? Probably not, because it's always a nightmare. Um, well... With Jamaica, isn't it? I feel like I saw somewhere saying that Jamaica is a possibility. So I guess whatever group they're in. I guess. Um, so that's. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Anywho, something like that. It'll yes. be. It'll be a group. It'll be. They'll be a country, and they'll play them, and hopefully not lose. Hey, Kristen. Yeah. Remember when uh, Michael Bradley was in Wales last year? Mm. <laughs> what was he doing? I have no idea what you're talking about. Trying to figure out how many how many consonants he needs to add to his last name for it to be officially Welsh. Mm. <laughs> I thought I, I might be crazy. I thought he was getting his coaching badges. I don't know what you're talking about. I Kristen, no, he is not. He is sorry. not going to be the coach for Canada. Stop it, Kristen. Kristen, hang on. I got this. Tony, oh how would Kristen know this? How would she possibly know this? That's TFC. It has nothing to do with Voyagers. Inside mm. knowledge. She's on like f- at least five different Welsh podcasts. So <laughs> this is true. This is true. The Pacific, the Pacific Welsh podcast is yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Talking about with. Oh yeah. <laughs> Breaking banger. How different strokes. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Lord! Oh no! Barry Gibb. Wrexham didn't even touch him. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Oki, the Barry Town oh, podcast. Swansea on the Swansea on the terrace. Yeah, mm. yeah. Absolutely terrifying. Um, anyway. anyway. Yeah. God. Oh, maybe Group B. Oh, that is, that is no, I'm trying to navigate this stupid CONCACAF <laughs> website. So, Jamaica, Honduras, Suriname, Cuba, Haiti, Grenada. 
maybe i don't know it's it again there's i can't find anything that says this is who they're playing who knows the, when the, we find the, out we'll tell the, you the, the glamorgan stanley podcast is is you know, like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Not as boring as you expect. Stanley's actually pretty. Stanley from Glamorgan is actually a oh, is a great uh, a great follow uh, on Twitter. You know, fantastic podcast. I miss I miss uh, Take Off, eh? The Canadian Airbus UK uh, podcast. That was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's move on to um, speaking of Michael Bradley. If you've been living under a rock. Um, as a TFC fan and have not been on any form of social media uh, by the time this episode comes out. Um, this will be a little bit of a surprise for you, but... Uh, I love the idea of this podcast as a, a breaking news thing. I know, uh, right? People hear things first. But it's po- I suppose it's possible. I don't know. Somebody's going to fall um, off the couch in three, two, again. Michael Bradley is retiring as a professional football player. <gasps> at the end of the season, i.e. after the match this Saturday uh, against Orlando. After what? 19 seasons, 20 years as a professional footballer, he's done. He's hanging him up. As one of our own. As one of our he's own. He's one exactly. of our own. He's one of our own. He wasn't born here or came through our academy or started his pro career here. He's one of our own. But Tony, if you went to games, I, I would be supporting you with the song. Yeah, but, I, we would sing that with you. But you don't go to games, and I'm, neither do I. I'm like, like I, I can't go to the last one. But still, would support this. 100%. Um, but speaking <laughs> of how he started his career, he is the last active player to have played for the Metro Stars. Yeah, there you go. Once a Metro star, always a Metro yeah, star. He's one of their own. Yeah, Come he's on, one that's, of their own. That's, that's a cool thing. That's a cool stat. Come on. Sure. Cool. Come on. He played Are at you... the Meadowlands. He's one of their own. Mm-hmm. It's not like the club went out of existence. They just changed the name. Yeah. So, you they, just got, they got bought by a beverage. Yes. You got bought by a beverage. Considering every year... <laughs> Whenever USL expands or anything, people are always clamoring for the Metro Stars to come back. So, who's clamoring just... for the Metro Stars to come that back? That was the Cosmos. I... Oh, the Cosmos. You're right. Never mind. Yeah. Like miss, someone's missing a lightning Stars, bolt. Cosmos. Taxi cab logo. It's all the same thing. Or the taxi cab and lightning bolts. <laughs> Best secondary logo ever made. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. I I want. I they should have just got rid of the stupid buildings with the M and just mm. went with the taxi cab and I would be like. I can support this club forever. Do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, like, blah, 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 American national team, yada, yada, yada. Um, but for TFC fans, um, obviously has been here since 2014, was part of, you know, the the was actually part of the bloody big deal, which was very strange because all of the hype had been around the other player. He was on the um, lower floor of the double decker bus. <laughs> I feel like he was maybe driving the bus. Um, but he has been wildly popular for the most part amongst the fandom. Um, not all of us 
have loved him as much, myself included, but did at least grow to respect him as a player. Um, he did some good things while he was here. I think he should have retired two years ago, personally. Um, what, you know, salary, taking salary cuts notwithstanding, you know, well done, but you could have just not played. <laughs> Even if he did have some decent moments this season, Mark and I were talking about this earlier, he actually wasn't terrible this year. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, he actually still has some gas left in the tank, but I think he's wise not to continue. Obviously, he's going to go into coaching of some kind, not Ooh, really? Where Canadian not? national team. Oh, well, mm. that's, that's looking for Easter eggs, fans. You just might have come across one. Uh-huh. But would Kristen Knowles of the Voyageurs <laughs> and you know Canadian <laughs> soccer and everything be talking about this if not because uh, you know, it. Mm, um, more, more like Kristen knows. Oh yeah. Hey, there you go. I'm I just <laughs> interpret this as contracts have stalled. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. the, the negotiations are just mm. but whatever, you know. Kristen, whatever code you need to use to get to get it Thank out, you. go go for I, it. I, I appreciate that. Um, but it's you know, he's I know many people who are very upset over this. They want, you know, they're not ready. They expect there to be an outpouring on Saturday at the match. Um I will say, I don't know when he made this decision, um, presumably some time ago. It doesn't strike me as somebody who would just last minute be like, you know what? I think I'm going to retire. Um, exactly. How long? How long after Herdman um, resigned did he uh, get in contact with the CSA? <laughs> anyway, um, but Ooh. I will give him props for retiring or announcing his retirement five days before the end of the season. Do you know what I mean? And not drawing it out the whole year and not having a big farewell tour. He plays his last match here in Toronto in front of the home fans. I think that's kind of a pretty cool thing. Um, Whatever I felt, you know, feel about him as a player or a person, he's done a lot of good here, at least from my perspective. So I'm going to be sad to see him go, but I'm not like, I'm not heartbroken, but I do expect him, you know, people call him a club legend. Yeah. You know what? I, I I'm not gonna fight that, and I might fight the building of a statue, but statues are weird. Um. Anyway, thoughts, gentlemen, go. Yeah, yeah statues captain. are weird. Oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. real captain would have re- re- uh, would have quit after the first game of the season, not before the last game of the season. <laughs> Do it, Jim Brennan style. Um. Mm-hmm. Anywho. If daddy goes, uh, I go. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The good mm-hmm. son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, he's he's clearly been a good player. I've, I've never really sort of warmed up to him uh, personality-wise. Uh, he's always kind of like annoyed me. And you know, a lot of the things that people seem to yes. sort of really like about him is just like, yeah, no. Um, but, you know. He's he's been a good player. He's does uh, certainly done good things. Um, hopefully, you know whatever his next stage of his career is works out better for them than penalty shootouts do. Mm. Harsh. Yeah, that's what I Harsh. remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we have Duncan on the show to bring us all crashing back to earth. Has, has that ball from Mexico <laughs> landed yet? 
Jesus. It's in the Smithsonian, I think. Mm. Um, or the, well, actually, sorry, the Air and Space Museum. Yeah, that's probably. Or a museum somewhere uh, in Africa, whereas where I assume it landed. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I, I kind of feel like if he had if he had checked out three seasons ago, that would have been also a good time to get off the the crazy train. Um, but he stayed on and took the took the uh, took the reduction in pay to to still be a part of this. I mean, that who knows? Maybe maybe knowledge that his dad was being lined up may have prolonged. Who knows? We'll never we'll never fully know that part. But um, I, I I do appreciate that he kind of gets to cash out on his own terms. Um, that's kind of that's at least the kind of respect that I would want for a player of his ilk and his uh, contribution to be treated, regardless of you know what you what you think and feel of Toronto FC and MLS and everything else involved. This this is this is a kind of a befitting way. I wish it was, there was a bit more of a run up to it. Like, I mean, they still got a week to prepare and they probably have known for a while. That's also entirely possible, but. This is I, a good point. Could he not have done a London Donovan style farewell tour through the league? He so could have, but I, all, I'm really glad he didn't. All the Americans and their, their fans could have really like, shown their appreciation for him in all the different I, stadiums. Him in every visited. stadium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that was an awkward as fuck. Um, to be fair, it would be pretty funny. I, I, I would, I, I would, if I were him, I would agree to that, Duncan, on the premise that it is an absolute farce version of the tour. <laughs> like, like you, you, you know, hey everybody, he's he's uh, draw your attention to the center circle uh, as Michael Bradley is on his retirement tour. Uh, we are here to award him with. Our hot dog and like it's just a fucking hot dog wrapped in a like just the shittiest gifts you could ever imagine. Like nothing even remotely classy or spectacular or unique. Just but one club one club does go above and beyond like they didn't get the fucking memo, but everybody else, you know, Minnesota, you know, gives them a like a lake cabin, you know, just a whoa. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say just a, a lake. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, they have a lot. That's true. Yeah, like, that's that's, that's, that's yeah. plausible. So, Lake Bradley. Oh, 100%. But then, like, mm. San Jose. San Jose is just kind of like, uh, we'd like to present you with a lanyard that's usually given out with purchase of over $20 or more from the gift shop. Here you go. And that would be it. So, um, wow. 20 quick would, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 20 quick bucks. <laughs> Oh, fantastic! Oh, no. uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I'm. Uh, this is a good time. This is a good time to exit. I feel if there's like a any real sense of kind of turnover as far. Well, I mean, turnover in the sense of cultural turnover. Some of the elder baggage departing helps in that turnover, regardless of whether he was a positive or negative influence. It allows for somebody else to kind of take on that role of Michael Bradley, whatever the hell that looks or sounds like. Osario? More more charismatic, possibly. Yeah. But um, he's only like, he's only slightly a step above Bradley in terms of 
charisma press conferences and Chris. Yeah, charisma. <laughs> you know what? I would, I would, I, I would argue he's probably got more charisma only because every time he oh, looks he like he's interviewed, he's going to swear. Well, and, he's, and he has, he's, yeah. But I feel like, you know, like it could be the most innocuous question, and he looks he's about to say fuck twice, and I'm uh, that's and punch you in the face at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Yeah, you had a great game out there, John. How you feel? Fuck, fuck. Fucking great. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Scored two goals. Big fucking deal. We won. Next question. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, so, I'm, I'm so, sorry, sir. <laughs> well, there's a question. Um, we, and, you know, still within, like, Michael Bradley's been the captain basically since he's been here. Um, and that's a long time you know, being one club to be the captain for that length of time. Is Osorio the de facto inheritor of the captain's armband next season? Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. He takes the, it takes the armband with him when he leaves. Maybe this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I mean, it's the easy choice. Herdman, you know, obviously pre-existing relationship with him. So. Be su- it'd be surprising if he wasn't. Is it a good choice? I don't know. Who knows? That's more of a locker room thing, I guess. He does have a tattoo of Juan Valdez, so that's something. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else uh, that would obviously be uh, a good choice uh, for that. So, sure. Yeah, if we're not going to go with a, a, a freaking shits and giggles comedy appointment uh yeah go with a story or something um yeah. the only other person i would think of would be maybe sean johnson ah goalkeeper captain ah, bite your tongue excuse <laughs> do i anyway never mind yeah they still have to bring up goal- i hate goalkeeper captains so so you've hated that for how many years at spurs yeah i fucking did have you and i have you and i have we had this conversation i don't know have we? You do now. I Here we go. I, don't, I, don't I got hit on the head a lot in my teens. I don't know. I can't remember things. I don't remember us ever. Really? But anyway, I just like, liked I, it. I yes. You, I, I knew you didn't like it, but I just, I didn't realize it was that. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Why? Not not because of him, just because of the position. No, no, no. It's, I know that. No, I, I know not because of him, but but why? Although I wasn't crazy about him being captain either, but whatever. Anyway. We, we his career is and ended with a fizzle so it doesn't matter um but why why no keeper captains why i think from the position they play they're too far away from from the uh the action mm-hmm. they're not in the middle of things they can't run up and you know represent the team to the referee mostly and stuff like that and they don't have the influence in the middle of the pitch mm-hmm. okay agreed I, I i accept that reasoning thank you you're welcome. Now tell us the truth about Michael Bradley in Canada. <laughs> there is nothing to tell. Uh-huh. Daddy likes the way you keep a secret. Oh, fuck's sakes. Um, so when the inevitable statue talk starts, oh, actually, no. it's on. going on. But does do is is he is he statue worthy? Is anybody statue worthy? There's a better question. Should there should there be a statue to anyone? former Toronto FC player, coach, whatever, other than Dira. Bitchy, of course. Um, Bitchy's one through five. Uh, I just want like a series of them. Yeah, it would look, um, it would look like an Eaton Center. Yes. 
been years uh, since I, I heard that the, name. On, the only way I want a Michael Bradley statue is if it's like audacious and he's riding a, like a, a Clydesdale and he's wearing like full armor and carrying a flat, like some kind of like flag. And yeah, he's like, yeah, something crazy. He's like dressed as like a baron. There's, chil- <laughs> there's children baying at the feet of the horse, begging for scraps. Something nuts. Otherwise, no. This sounds like something out of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and crossed sure. with some sort of like medieval also, epic. A Clydesdale? Seriously? Like not a rhinoceros. You want it, you want it audacious, right? You want the fucking <laughs> exactly. horse. Wow. Yeah. Tony horse with the is horse. audacious, Come on. Tony. Yeah, yeah. Come he's going to ride a fucking ferret. He's going to ride a Fine. giant fucking he- ferret. <laughs> And he's gonna be, and, and he's gonna be carrying a sock full of quarters. That's his weapon. Mm-hmm. And, right. and see, this is the this is the blue sky thinking that, that I'm behind for making a statue. You've improved upon my original concept. We're artists. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll see what I can I'll see what I can find on a AI generator and see if we can oh, no. knock that son of a bitch up. All right. I'll um, accept I'll accept a statue if it has hair. Yeah. Yes. Ah, including male pattern, including male pattern baldness. Sure. <laughs> like the sides, full sides, no, no top. Like he's uh, a used car salesman from the seventies. Uh, yeah. Let's let's give him like a comb over and stuff. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's not go jobs. with ooh, bald Michael Bradley. Who look at his sleek, shiny bald head. Whatever. No. Let's give him a uh, you know really fucking sparse. Yeah, you're going bald. You're not quite there yet, but you're going bald, aren't you? You're trying to hide it like shitty comb over. Yeah, with a thin, pervy mustache. Yes. What? <laughs> Yes. What what was the word? What was the descriptor word? Thin and pervy. Pervy. Jesus. Funny. Hilariously, I heard two different words. What did you hear? At first, I thought you said herpy. Ooh, herpes mustache. (laughs) And then I thought you said (laughs) which is also a thing too. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Pervy. Yeah. And um, the Kristen. The answer to the question is Jonathan Sorio. Thank you. I want I want the first kid out of the academy who retires here to be the statue. All right. That's that's to me like as much as you'll have great goal scorers and we've had as much as you've had success and we've had that one that one time, great time. Um the one that is the that can be the icon of club longevity in a in a league in a sport that doesn't really allow for one player to stay with one club for an entire career. Um, that needs to be celebrated and cherished. And the fact that he's even local is even more bonkers. So um, let's hope he stays. But uh, that's that that's I would definitely put in for that uh, that statue to be built. All right. Uh, could you guys hear the last like 30 seconds of a cat just howling in the background? I hope so. If if it's there, Mark, leave it in. It's it's magical. I'm really sad. I didn't hear anything. I wish I yeah, yeah, honestly okay. I didn't hear a thing. No. And, and legitimately oh, I thought oh, I thought I thought you're saying about a cat howling was gonna be some kind of is there an Osorio reference I'm not aware of? <laughs> no, no. It's like is this some kind of dig? I don't know. Was Leonard there... singing the song of his people and we missed it? <laughs> I think he was. Oh, oh man. I thought, I thought I thought it was some early taxidermy for the statue. Uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That could work. Oh, riding a giant domestic cat. 
<laughs> You'd be all the way up. Mm. All right. Big, well, big saddle, big leather saddle. Mm. Spurs. Footwear, not club. Yes, I, I understand. <laughs> or, or, um, or if you or, want spurs oh but don't want the football club or the footwear, uh, David Robinson can be riding. I was back. just going to say. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay. Mm. Um, yes. Um, so thank you to Michael Bradley for see you soon. The stuff you contributed. See you on Saturday. The Nations League. Stop it. Um, to those of you that are truly, truly grieving, you know, hugs, hugs, hugs. Um, but you know, this happens. It's okay. You just have to, just have to let it go. Just have to let it go. Um, well, but it, a serious question quick before we go on he's always been yes he's always had that popularity um yeah. he's, he's never been like a villain or anything like he's always been popular. No. but has he ever been the most popular player at any given time the number of people i have seen and have had a couple conversations with yeah, over the course of today are, that are, are like devastated by this um yeah but are they rewriting history a little bit I mean, I'm talking about the grand in the grand no, scheme of like the entire. I don't know. Like, no, I think if you fandom. look back over, very solid, great servant to the club. We're not taking that away, not at all. No, nope. I'm just saying, I, I don't remember a time when he was ever like the absolute fan favorite. I, always, no, always a star. No, he has, no, no, he absolutely has been. There's a lot of devotion to him as the captain, as, um, uh, you know, the stalwart. You know, and, and I think the fact that, you know, the thing that we make fun of him the most, you know, is, you know, like the monotone stuff is his his interviews and everything like that. Um, and how that presents itself. I know I, I think people more than almost any player uh, like long term TFC fans. No, I think there is a huge contingent that sees him as like the player um, mm. that represents the club and that is, you know, that they identify with in terms of their fandom for this club that they you know there's you you always have that one player that you're really locked in on right so um i guess but i i just feel i feel in in the grand scheme of all fandom that you know during the championship years it was seba he was the he was the main star sure and kind of went to i don't know i i see after that there's that period after that i don't know maybe man maybe it's just me who knows I mean, he was never, he, he's never a sort of cult hero type of uh, player. He's never been the, the, the fanciest, most sort of exciting, oh, he's the guy you, that you really need to pay attention to because he's going to do something spectacular. So we didn't really have uh, either of those things going for him. He's no Gilberto, for example. Ooh, um, who is? Well, indeed. Um, but yeah, you know, it's in a more just sort of like respectful kind of, uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, kind of like the, be admired or something. Oh, yeah. If if that's kind of the, the sort of thing that you base your, you know, well, this is the guy I'm going to get on the back of my jersey decision on, then yeah, I guess that's him. Yeah. yeah. If you like, if you like fun, that's, it's not him, but yeah. 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 A, a bad analogy, but like a boring Roy Keane. Yeah. 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 yeah I accept that. Um, I, I, I will say, like, as far as the level of adoration for him, I kind of feel like out of all the star 
value names that we've had on uh, at Toronto FC since they started showing up. Um, he's probably the one where the pendulum doesn't swing the furthest to to um, amazing legend to your shit leave. Like it yeah. just it's like it's it's always been closer to the good side. Very rarely does it swing over to the shit side. And when it does, it's usually because he's somebody had a bright idea to play his ass out of position for like eight games in a row because mm-hmm. reasons like he's just out of his element. Um, so like, you know, he he's for the most part, like he's had bad games. Everyone's had bad games, but you can largely set your watch to him. Yeah. yeah. And, totally. and I mean, if, if you can, if you can rely on a player to just be decent when they're shit and supporting when they're good, then like that's, that's all to me. I could see how I could see how you get behind a player like that. Even if he doesn't have the fun or the flash or charisma or entertainment. Anyway, my point is that I get it. I totally get why people do feel that way. Cause he also is like one of the, one of the last vestiges of like the good years, which was well, like what, three years ago, four years ago. Um, and like he was that leader. Uh, I mean, as a Toyota Camry, kind of, sorta, <laughs> kind of, sorta. I might even go. I'll, I'll even step it up. I'll see a Civic, oh, not shit. one of the, not one of the sport ones. Just like, oh, a, okay, sedan, like, 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 like a, no, you're a Honda Civic. It just keeps going. Like, it just keeps going. It's reliable. reliable. You know, every once in a while, somebody goes like, oh wow, you pretty still easy have to fix most of the time. Like, yeah, and it because yeah. it keeps going. Yeah, so. Uh, I will. I just want to add one last thing to the uh, Michael Bradley thing, and this has been a thing that even since we started this podcast, uh, <laughs> the position of defensive midfielder always confounded me. I didn't understand why or what, or like what it looks like, what its purpose was. Genuinely, genuinely, did not understand tactically why you would have one, and he made me understand it. Like I've seen, I seeing what what that role actually does as far as like that conductor in front of the defense behind the more forward up the pitch midfielders it's like, Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I get why that works. Cause in my feeble tactical mind, which is still feeble, let's be fair. Um, it, it's just, I just didn't get, it. it's like, why, why would you even put a guy there? Just have a defender, you know, like this is what my, my thinking was. And watching it and this is before like the championship years like even like on the ascendancy it's like okay i kind of i see why now i get it because he's he can clean up messes before it gets to the back and just things like that and and it's weird to say like not that i never had respect for the guy but that's the one thing i could always turn to it's like i understand what the fuck his role is supposed to be in a tactic in a setup because i've seen it done well firsthand I think that's a good way to transition yeah. away from, from that. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, I tried. One uh, related thing you were mentioning there, you know, from right when we started our podcast, and that was essentially the, uh, because it's been just the, the Bradley era. There wasn't an episode before he got here. Yes, there and, was. Uh, hmm? Yes, there was. The show's like 45 years old. I mean, God, there's no, not years. one that got sort of posted anywhere. The first episode was like the start of 2014 so after he got here. So, I mean, it, it would just be disrespectful to end it now he's left. Agree, so agree. It's the, this, this, this podcast is the embodiment of the mm-hmm. TFC of Michael Bradley era. 
uh, it would be rude to keep going beyond him. It would be disrespectful. Think of all those fans who who love him. It would be disrespectful (laughs) to them. Be disrespectful to the club, to the city. I've never known two people so desperate to fucking not podcast. It's unreal. To be fair, they keep showing up. They keep showing up. So it's not that. It's a, I, I think, Kristen, sometimes sometimes I feel like FOMO. If we just went on without them, no. they'd be regretting they'd be, it. They'd, they'd, be, they'd still regret it. Because, I mean, this isn't the first time we've heard it. This isn't the first time <laughs> this month we've heard, we've heard it. <laughs> this is this has been a thing for for a couple couple seasons now. So couple like eight seasons, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, I mean, really how, how can we keep going? How can we keep going though without Michael Bradley? I mean, yeah, who's who's going to be the water carrier of this show? Mm. It's not me or Duncan. Mark, We're flashy strikers. <laughs> Marky Delgado. <laughs> I'm an unreliable winger. Yeah. Oh Christ. Oh, all right. Well, we'll 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 we'll, de- we'll debate this uh, on another day. Um, Ironic- but- ironically, I think ironically, I think Mark is the the defensive midfielder sort of rock that the uh, that the show is built on. Did mm. this despite you know his his whole that's thing true. of not understanding them? That that's 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 what you've become, Mark. You are the uh, the defensive midfield. Uh, uh, Look, I said I learned what one was. I didn't say I wanted to become yeah. one. You learned from mm-hmm. a legend. Look at you now. Boy, done good. Mm. Look at me now. I don't know what Kristen is. The gaffer. Fuck that. Although you don't listen to me, so maybe. I was going to say I was the keeper because, you know, no then, one listens to them either. Yeah, but people are afraid of keepers. Yeah. Well... Actually, sometimes no. We've been sometimes you're afraid of me. We've been threatened. No, she's the keeper. Yeah, but then she could never be captain. Uh, I she can, pardon. and it pisses you off. Exactly. That's true. That explains, that explains a lot. You know, this actually is all sort of coming together. Yeah, this metaphor is really working well, guys. <laughs> and Duncan, what do you say? Duncan, you said you're a winger? I'm a reliable winger. Tricky winger. Tricky with me, you can't trust me. Yeah. I must be a merc. Am I a mercurial striker? Sometimes on, sometimes off. Well, you can be a tricky when you're on the other side. We'll be playing four two four. Excellent. Yeah. Jesus oh, Lord. We, we, we give we give service. Is that's what we do? We line them up. You're Eric Cantona. Yes. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like an upturned collar. I was going to say, I want to see that hair on both of them. Come on. True. I like two things: an upturned mm-hmm. collar and kicking people in the chest. <laughs> I, you do like to miss games, so it's kind of like yeah. you suspended a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. Profound yeah. statements, just out of another thing. Yeah, yeah, that's another, yeah. That, that also applies, yeah. Wow. Mm. I'm honored. Thank you. We just found both of your Halloween costumes for this year. There we go. Mm. <laughs> what? Duncan's going to be Leeds Air Cantona, and I'll be... Uh... <laughs> yes. I don't know. Can I be briefly French national team Air Cantona? Fine. I, I actually sort of assumed that was the direction you were going to well, go. I don't so. want to be, I can't be united. No, I know. I would never expect that. I would never ask that of you. Promise. All right. Where was he? I, I can't remember where he came from in France before he went to Leeds. Oh, I don't remember either. Was it? It's Sheffield Wednesday before he went to Leeds. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I'll, God, I'll, happily be, I'll be Owls Cantona. That's, that there you happen. go. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knew who he was. Yeah. Well, 
Fair. Okay. I see how it works now. I'm not on Twitter anymore. Oh, all right. Um, so uh he never played for Wednesday. Um for no, Eric never Cant- showed up. Eric Just Cantona. Like me. Uh his trajectory was Auxerre, Marseille. Oh notwithstanding. Yes. But then he was at Nîmes before he went to Leeds. Name. Uh, I'll take Marseille because you know what no, they're like in that Hell's era. Fucking exactly. Yeah, you would. Like all day. Come on now. You probably have one of those kids. God, I wish mm. I had. I one. wish I did. Right? They'd would be worth be, a would fortune. The, would that be the Panasonic years? Yes, it would. Yeah. Ooh. It would have been. Yeah. Panasonic Glorious. before the stripes over the shoulder. Oh. Glorious. Yeah. I know. Little, everyone, everyone, just, everyone, everyone just take a moment to themselves. Little, little Eric just got very happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, kit talk. <laughs> Sonic. So, still within the land of TFC, um, John Herdman, the the new coach. In case you hadn't heard, um, who is apparently actually coaching the final match? Which, sure, why not? Um, has stated, has said, um, that he wants the Italians to stay, both of them. Not just one. He wants to convince them that there is a new future here and that they can help create that new future with their talent and their experience. Now, is John Herdman just being, you know, politic? Or do you think he actually means this? Because, again, we all know Herdman loves a rescue project. And likes to succeed, you know, in what seems like impossible circumstances. And he loves to add that as a feather to his cap. And that's and that's good. You know, you want someone that has a massive belief and, you know, has ability to whatever, win hearts and minds as he's been able to do a couple, you know, more than once. So, like, I don't see either slash certainly not both of them staying. However, Herdman talks a good game. Uh, what do you guys think? It's negotiation. It's it's you know trying to protect some kind of value for a sale somewhere else. They uh, you know you can't just turn in and be like, yeah you know these guys it hasn't worked out we're we're looking to get rid of them. Uh, does anyone want to make an offer? We'll accept the best we can get. And you don't want to be saying that, do you? I don't really see much to moderate than that, really. Okay, so more, 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 more politic kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. That's the side I'm on. Yes. All right. Reasonable. Yeah, that sounds to me. That sounds quite the most plausible. I guess approach. Um, you know, he he'll he's going to try and mend a front, mend a fence, build a bridge, metaphor for construction, whatever. Uh, just to see if they were going to stick around and maybe he can convince them that, that he has a, he has something that's worth sticking around to build towards, which to be fair, they've already seen that story here. They've already heard that song. So if they want to peace out, I understand, but he will do his best to keep them around. And if somebody comes a knocking, and and they'll they'll let him go they'll let him go the second the ink dries and only because i feel like at this point i feel like it it has to be poisoned like they're like 
Bernadeschi and and Insigne, just their thoughts, to, feelings towards the club in general. It's like, you know, we thought we were getting into a potential success situation and we saw absolutely nothing that resembled that. So why would they think the next guy, next guy that comes in, this is just another, another, you know, was it new boss, same as the old boss type scenario? Like I know they don't know him yet, but mm-hmm. what's one game in five training sessions going to do? So uh, I think, yeah, it's going to play politic, try to pacify them, satiate them as best as they can. And low key, put them on the market and see, see if maybe everybody can uh, end up happy. See if Lazio really wants Insigne. I feel like that's a weird move, but like, I, I don't, any, I don't know. Anyone what, going to Lazio is a weird I thing mean, to me. Yeah, but that, they're awful. That, but that notwithstanding. I mean, yes. I'm just trying to th- like, I feel like, I feel like him going to a, like a, a, you know, a, a tier one or a tier two club is probably a better outcome for him than he, I don't want to say deserves, but should expect at this stage in his career. When I say tier two, I don't mean like second division. I mean, like your tier one teams are like your biggest, biggest clubs. And yeah, then yeah. tier two is the next biggest club. And I would put Lazio in that, in that pile, unfortunately, but like him being at like a, say a Sampdoria totally makes sense. That would be a great club for him to go to, or like, you know what I mean? Like a Genoa, New Nisi, like a, a one of those that are like big teams that are still up there and they're hanging out. Like hell, even in Atalanta, I'll even throw in Atalanta. I know they're they're they've had some pretty damn good success, but like that would be a case where you're going to get some experience, somebody who's you know been somewhere and seen some things. Um, but I would be shocked if like Juve comes in for these guys, like. I, I, I not to say that they wouldn't or couldn't or shouldn't. I just would be surprised. So, yeah, there's also the uh, case of the inflated salaries now too. Mm. If they want to mm-hmm. hold on to those, if that if they you know if if their contract is more important to them than uh, their next playing destination, they're gonna have a hard time finding uh, takers in Syria. True. Yeah, it's basically only you know so Saudi Arabia, Qatar, whoever. Mm. Uh, yeah, somewhere like that would probably be uh, fine with taking on their current salaries. But well, I'm sure Bernardeschi but... could probably fit in somewhere, uh, though he's not quite on the in, in the super, you know, insane inflated one. But Insigne, if he wants to hold on to what he signed here for, mm, I don't know where that happens. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's uh. You know, we, we won't know anything until after MLS Cup because nothing can happen with MLS right. rosters until then. Sorry, it wasn't it wasn't a surprise to me that like he he wasn't going to come in here and, and like scorched earth anyway. Herdman, I mean, like he was, you know, I don't know. So, I, I what does that serve really? Like you could do that in a much uh cleaner way in the off season smoother way yeah 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 like there's no use coming in here and like you know because there will be guys that they just can't get rid of so why would you create an air of instability like you know in the dressing room before these guys take off and that's their kind of their last memory of the new coach kind of thing as a guy who came in and here and torched everyone fair although again there's a contingent of fans that would love that 
Sure, um, but that can be, because... but it can be, it can still be achieved, but it doesn't have to be achieved oh, sure. in, a, in a way that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it makes for a volatile training in spring or February when we're. Yeah, just transfer him, you know, sort of seemingly respectfully and quietly and everything. And then, you know, later on, I mean, come out, you know, sort of like brag about, uh, say, send him off to rot in the heat in uh, Dallas, Dallas of Saudi Arabia or wherever yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the, the Dallas equivalent would be. Right, uh, right. John Herbin's, okay. In John Herbin's Paul Mariner uh, impersonation. Where is the Texas of Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. Not, I'm not touching that, so let's move on. Um, so, coaches. Uh, we talked about Herdman. We talked about... Canada's coach? My, my not Canada's coach. Michael well, Bradley's what I've heard. Oh, word on the street. <laughs> well, People are saying. One of the, the oft-rumored coaches to take the, the reins of Canada um, or TFC, uh, Bobby Smirniotis. Um, has once again been nominated for the Campiel Coach of the Year along with uh, Tommy Wielden Jr. and uh, Patrice uh, Gaysar. So my question to you is, how does Bobby lose this year? Because <laughs> it is a time-honored tradition that he shall never win. Um you know, does we does win because this award is based on regular season? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think so, does Wielden win because of the regular season? Calgary finished what, what like fifteen points ahead of them. Mm -hmm. So okay, Wielden's ahead of him, and it's like oh shit, Halifax kind of came from well nowhere ever to be tying, uh, needing like. 10 tiebreakers to, to lose to Hamilton. So the other guy's clearly ahead of him as well. Um, you, you, you can and re make rebuilt the squad and did all yeah, sorts of, all sorts of records in, in Halifax, like I'm stellar sure season. Make good justifications for Bobby to be winning it in some other years, but this year, not at all, not at all. Mark, would you care to rebut? Um, I tend to think that, uh, uh, Bobby's third because for s similar reasons, like if clearly, clearly the, the uh, criteria for coach of the year is not consistent from season to season. So um, <laughs> if that's the case, uh, literally any reason could be used to not vote for Bobby Smirniotis, which is absolutely <laughs> fucking insane to me. Like, never mind the fact, never mind the success. Just like what he's managed to do as for, in terms of just talent, like just finding finding pieces to just replace. Like the number of times I've been at a game where they've made five substitutions and when they came on the field, I'm like, fuck, those guys are starters. Like you didn't even miss them. Like what the hell? That's incredible. I don't even care what other possible reason. That's just impressive that you can have a high flying team with guys from like a month ago who were starting when they were also still high flying coming on the pitch in the 60th minute, the 80th minute. It's just crazy to me. Now this season was not their best season by any stretch, but I suppose like if you're, if you're going to use the criteria of most points, you know, just general success, a huge gap at the, at the end of the season. Yes. 
Tommy Wheeldon Jr., why not? If you're going to go for building, rebuilding from whatever version of Halifax we're on now and eking barely into like missing out on second, Halifax is more, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But nobody's going like, well, tactically, he's he's pretty good. Like nobody, that's not a measure. It's it's points or turnaround. So either way, that's not Bobby. Neither of those you things know, are Bobby. Either way, Bobby's third. Yeah, no, I I I agree. I agree with both of you. I I don't, and I'm still sort of tossing it up in my mind back and forth between Wielden or uh, or Gesar, but it's probably going to Tommy. Mm, I hope it go. I hope it goes to Gesar. Honestly, oh so I, oh so why? But like, no, no, it's not even. I don't, I don't have any ill feeling towards Tommy Wilden Jr. as much as I do his players. Um, oh, but for sure, and his club. But for him personally, no, club. no, no. He seems lovely. He seems truly. wonderful as a human. He really does. As, as just like an easy go. He's easier going. He's than a he should snap be. dresser too. So yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I don't know how he hasn't gotten a shampoo commercial yet. Right, but, but like. I don't know. I just, it's, it's, I know it's a, I know it's its own, it's its own comedy. It's its own joke. I mean, it, to me, it's, it's right around there with uh, why Tristan Henry hasn't won keeper of the year yet. Um, <laughs> I feel like this year though, was a lot harder to, to deny Tristan Henry than denying Previous. Bobby coach of the year, but whatever, here we go. We'll find out how it all plays out sooner than yeah. later, I suppose. Bobby doesn't win coach of the year. Calgary shit the bed in the playoffs. It's CFL running gag in jokes. It's fantastic. It would be sad if either of them actually end. And you know, like I think has come up on this podcast before. You know, yeah, when Bobby retires, moves on somewhere else out of the league, name the award after him for sure, but he should never win it. Oh, I like that. I I, I actually I think we've talked about this before. And mm. I feel like that's probably that's probably the even more flat. I mean, it sucks that he doesn't win it, but he really is the coach. At, like he's the yeah. all-time coach of the league. Yeah, Bro, awards notwithstanding, and I will fight anybody on that one. No, but, I, I, I don't think I don't think you have to fight most people on that one. I'm know. sure they're. I, know. I don't know, Kristen. Have you seen the internet? Crazy place. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Fucking crazy place. Black <laughs> assholes, some might say. Hmm. Mane and haunches. What? That's the shampoo. Tommy Whedon. It's a it's a it's a horse shampoo for Jesus it's a dandruff Christ. shampoo for horses. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were having an episode or something. I was like, do I need to call your wife? What is going on? Equestrian flaking? Nay. <laughs> oh, no. I'm bridal control over your hair. <laughs> oh, you don't horse around with hair care. Mm-mm. Oh. I'm ready to jump for show. I pity the fool that don't use this news. <laughs> That's for horses with Mohicans. Oh, God. All right. 
Well, congratulations, not Bobby, because Bobby, you ain't winning again this year. So um, tradition continues. Delightful. Congratulations to all horses out there who have stopped suffering from seasonal dandruff. Mm-hmm. Winter is a very difficult time. Now available in Spruce Meadow. Mm. Exciting. All right, let's move on to what's coming up. Um, There's a few things we're going to talk about here, including a little bit of gazing into the future because um, we're going to have a brief little Halloween, Samhain, Day of the Dead uh, break. So, um, yeah, you guys will just have to manage without us for a little bit um, as we have people going on vacation and people with brothers visiting and stuff like that. So we're going to be busy, 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 but you'll be fine. I believe in you. Uh, So first up on the what's coming up menu is, of course, I don't know why I say of course, but TFC versus Orlando last match of a dreadful season for Toronto versus the second best team in the league amazing who spanked them four nil earlier this season which for a while was four nil was the three nil until now they just lose three nil but four nil for a while was a pretty standard score for toronto to lose so that was fun uh, um looking looking at the last two matches it's a pretty standard score against orlando specifically yes that as well <laughs> so good luck michael thanks for coming out Michael Bradley gets Michael Bradley gets his one and only hat trick. Has Michael Bradley ever had a hat trick? Mm. Um, so yeah. The uh match is at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is a strange time, but I guess that's when those matches are kicking off for decision day in MLS. Um and yeah, it uh is likely to be an ugly ugly match but expect the stands to be packed if only because of michael bradley and i mean that quite sincerely i if there was going to be a low a lightly attended match it won't be anymore um so if you didn't feel like going you haven't already sold your tickets i bet you you can make some money off of them just saying do you think so hold my tickets 100 percent. okay sold my tickets last night How'd you do? Oh, last night. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know what? I. You, you, you did. You, you've done well the last couple of years. Not, You're fine. Look, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not upset. I'll like whatever. I would have. I would have. I would have made almost. I would have made almost twenty dollars a ticket instead of thirteen fifty. I did. Uh, <laughs> but um, to, to be fair, I honestly. Like I, I offered it to people, um, and uh, like whatever. This is even before all this came out. Yeah. Uh, I just couldn't make it anyway. Just could not make it. So, um, is what it is. Yeah. Wi Fi is good at the airport. We'll find out. There you go. Um. So yeah, I think it will be a pretty full match. Um. Also, slightly earlier kickoff. I actually feel will play into that favor as well uh, because it's a weekend match. Um, I just, yeah, it might even be slightly warmer. I don't know. Who knows? It's, be- it's BMO. It'll be horrible and windy. Anyway, 
it's probably going to be not a great match for Toronto because, well, it's Toronto this season. And again, Orlando are really fucking good. So um, really the only question is, does friend of the podcast will go to this match? Well, let us know. Um, Cause I'm going, I'm the only one going, but I'm going. So I will be there at least. Are you, for go- are you going? Yeah, I'm going. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I've heard. So I've heard. Mm-hmm. Heard on this podcast of all things. Can you believe it? Yeah. Breaking all the news, including Voyager's insider information. <laughs> no, there is none. Stop it. Private box um, to be given away at the world for the World Cup in 2026. So I but I do have like a serious question about this match. Um, Michael Bradley notwithstanding, um, and just the weirdness of the fact that it is Herdman's only match that he's coaching this season, but because it is the match he's coaching this season. It's the last, it's the last match of the season. It's the last home match. Do we see players trying to play for their jobs for next season in this match? I don't think overly. I think those who know they'll be back know they'll be back. And, you know, I, I, those who are on the bubble, I don't, I can't, I, I can't think of someone in my head who's like, you know, really wants to be here, but is on the bubble. I think those who want to be here are pretty safe. And those who want out wouldn't care enough to do that. Sapon? Yeah. yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably the case. I mean, between not knowing who is just going to get axed, because I mean, you know, coach wants to bring his own ideas in and that will happen. He probably has a good idea who he wants to keep, who he wants to develop and who he wants to uh, see the door. Um, also to this game is a bit, probably not the best measure because Orlando has absolutely nothing to gain by our getting a result. They are currently at 60 points since he is at 68 Philly is at 55. They cannot yeah. be caught or catch anyone. So if Orlando plays a you know C team, so be it. Nothing True. changed. So I, I feel like um yeah, I feel like if if there are gonna be players who are gonna play for the job, they there probably are. Like there will probably be a couple who are just gonna go for it, even if the service isn't there, they're gonna go for it. Um, and that's great because it would be nice to see a win at home, which doesn't happen often. Um, But, uh, and even a positive performance, we don't get to see a lot of those either. So, but the whole job playing threat, it's not even a threat, but just that, that cloud of uncertainty uh, that looms overhead, I don't think is enough to really see players wholesale step up their game. All right. So if you don't, we don't see that that is really likely a thing then. Um, so, but I do, I do like your point, Mark, about the fact that Orlando has nothing that they need to accomplish in this match. Um, because yeah, they can't catch anyone. No one can catch them. Doesn't change their position, you know, for the playoffs. Um, might be a chance to rest some players. Like there's, there's opportunity here um, to just sort of 
let some stuff go maybe. Um, so yeah, that's, um, I hadn't thought of that. And that is a really excellent point. Mm. So perhaps you know your shit. Um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder, ah, who knows? It'll, it'll, it'll just be, it'll just be that like Toronto will win on Saturday just because like for no, for no good reason. Like, and it won't be, it'll just be, you know, a random feel good moment kind of thing, whatever, as, as good a moment as we can have in this terrible season. Um, but um, before we predict uh, scores, let's, uh, let's pick some players. Let's pick some players to watch. And I am going to go with um, uh, Cartagena. Ah, man, I had a good joke lined up in everything. Does it have to do with the Jewel of the Nile? No, I was going to say, I like a more exciting Bogota, but I love a wild, wilder Cartagena. Oh, sorry. Oh, is that his first name? Wilder? Yeah. Probably Builder, but yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with happy to see him back. Junior. Uh, Junior is back and uh, uh, he's only started a game. Um, I don't know how much bear (laughs) you're going to get, but he's, he is playing and uh, well, like, I mean, dressed, I suspect, but uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's whom. That's who I'll be watching, just so everyone can go at, at, at the yeah. airport. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll go with uh, I like me a villain. That's uh, Felipe. I was going to say, a... if you didn't, I'd be like, who are you and who body swapped you? Because he's, he's apparently still in the league. So yeah, Felipe, and and playing regularly ish. You know, like that's not all the games, obviously, but enough that. Anyway. He's got 500 minutes. I mean, you know, if there's, there's a chance, you know, this is maybe here's the end of him at Orlando. Yeah, let's give him one last run out. He can have a start. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, He's got a yellow about... card every five matches. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. That's a reasonable. That's a, that's, that's a standard Felipe yeah. rate of return, I'd say. I'm actually surprised it's not a few more. Um, this, this is very much the... this. He's going to start. He's going to start next to Bear and... Because it's the B team. He's got, uh, Felipe's got five starts, huh? Yep. Next yep. To Urso. mm-hmm. Ur- Urso's one. Um, yep. That's, I, those are starters if there ever was one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know who else? Luca Petrasso. You know, if you're talking about type people who might be, you know, going out there and Ooh. actually having a bit of a Re- point and revenge. Sure. You know, actually, somebody he... out of both teams who might actually be motivated to uh, really be playing in this. Luke Petrasso. Man, he got three starts for them this season? Wow. That's more than I expected to see. <laughs> uh, that's more than he expected to see. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a slight at Petrasso. I'm just saying, like, raw deals everywhere. Um, yep. But, uh, I mean, why not? Why, why not? Why not now be the time to get that brace that everybody helps you do? On home turf, I mean your home turf, not the team's home turf. I mean, just it's right there, guys. Mm-hmm. Who is this Jack Lynn person? 
Never Where heard are of you from? John Charles Lynn. Oh, so weird. Mm. Indeed. Like like John. the the Welsh like the Welsh guy you used to play for Leeds. Ah. John Charles, yes. That's him. That's his son. Ah, his grandfather. Grand- what? Yeah. Fuck off. Seriously? Oh yeah. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> with that with that with that confidence. I was like, what? Yeah, that's true. That's way too confident, camps. wasn't it? Way too confident. I have no idea who this person is. Anyways, it was just it was just the name. It was just such a very like sort of name. Oh, he's been loaned out. Never mind. Oh, that's they've got a Janino. They've got a Janino. Do we know which Janino it is that Orlando it's has? It's not the Middlesbrough yes. one. Oh, <laughs> that's not fun. That is no fun. Damn you, Tony. Sorry. Have to keep it real. Mm. Facundo Torres, Orlando's number 17. Doesn't quite work. Facundo. <laughs> Facundo. Who's the Smith person? Kyle Smith. This is good radio. This is good radio. Kristen Knowles reads the Wikipedia is a good radio. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're really <laughs> pulling out the exotic names there, Kristen. I know. Yeah. I always look I always look for sort of the dull names. I'm just very curious. As, I just want to see if they come from, you know, if they are as like American as I think they are in some cases. Like Velveeta. Exactly. All right. Um, let's do uh, score predictions for this one. Four nil. Nil nil. Oh. Go on, Mark. You you explain yourself. Four uh, uh, nil. Tradition. Hashtag tradition. Okay. And also, also Orlando scores four in honor of Michael Bradley's retirement. Ah, class warming. Class. That's yeah. just that's that's what a, what a, what a thoughtful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Legends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nil nil. Orlando doesn't give a shit. Toronto does give a shit, but they're, they're just not good. Uh, but, you know, Toronto gets a penalty in very late in the game. Uh, they decide, you know, hey, let's Michael Bradley take it. And he misses, obviously. And it stays no no. Lands in Lake Ontario? Pretty much. No, no, he fires it into the midway. I know the X is gone, but wherever they stored it, that's where the ball is. Two one Toronto. Hashtag new era. Hashtag ticket price increase. No, they already froze the tickets. Hashtag unfrozen. They, they could unfreeze them. Yeah. Yeah. A scrappy 2-2. Two, two. Toronto come from behind. Michael Bradley gets one goal. Huzzah. Oh, how bombing. Indeed. All right. Uh, Camp Yellow playoffs. Uh, so the earlier mentioned Pony Boys hosting the Aquaman is indeed also this Saturday, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're at home, you can watch both matches. Uh, and then the final will be the following weekend, the 28th in Hamilton at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Hooray. So first off. Mm. Who takes it between Calgary and Victoria? It's a good on, question. I'll, I'll see you on Main Street. Jesus Christ. Hey, Tony is horny on Main. I, I really, I generally don't know what to to hope for here. I don't know what would be funny. Uh, what was it, Calgary 
like losing to Victoria. And so, yeah, you look at them. Oh, they're like finish however many points ahead and then just lose twice in the playoffs. Um, or Calgary actually winning and then losing to Hamilton again that's, in the playoffs. That's the comedy we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> that's, losing, that's, losing twice to Hamilton. That's the coach of the year type shit right there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, generally don't know which one I'd prefer, but, uh, you know, let's go with they lose to Victoria. Victoria wins 1-0, and then they come to Hamilton and they win 1-0. Four straight 1-0 wins to three of them on the road to to win the entire thing. That's what I want. I don't like this at all. I am 100% with Duncan on this. Of course you are. You just won an all-Kristen team final. Um I want I want Pacific to win. Yeah. But I love the concept of the one all one nils. I love this. So I, I'm I'm all for this. I don't. That's boring. Um <laughs> I I mean I also well, don't well, want... throw in some handbags like like Halifax did. Yeah, I'm sure it's like oh we you know, I'm sure Kyle Becker like will be fight. in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Razor Rama has been on pretty good behavior given that the season before I was sure he was going to be a walking red card is entire career. So, I mean, if this is the game, he loses it. There's someone's getting a broken jaw. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> that being said, okay. So I'm, I want Calgary to win this. Most of the, re- mainly because, um, well, one, I do think if Pacific do- shows up in Hamilton, they're going to lose to Pacific. And I fucking don't want that um, here. So here's the thing I was kind of teasing earlier. There are two champions league spots that the KMPL has been awarded. Calgary has already got, has earned one. If Calgary wins the match against Pacific, Hamilton gets the other one doesn't fucking matter because they finished second in the league. Cause if they, they win, they win the, if they win the playoffs, they would, they would get both. And then one defers the second place. Hooray. Hamilton is going to champions league. If Pacific wins, then Hamilton has to win that game to qualify for champions league, which I would rather the guarantee. So, I mean, if Calgary wins as much as I would really, really, really want to see Hamilton win the whole thing. I also really, really, really want fucking champions league because it's fucking awesome. Um, And I also want to play a team from a country that I know by name, but couldn't name a single club from typically that's always fun. You're going to get Philadelphia union. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Why? Why? Why you got to be like this? He he called you Eric Cantona earlier. God damn it. (laughs) Take it back, Mark. Take it back. Kung Fu be right in the face. Why don't you? (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, so I, I, I think, I think Calgary is actually going to do the business. um, And then I like to see them lose against Hamilton, but we'll for, for, for this, per, for this match itself. Um, I think Calgary will, I'll go, I'll go two nil. I think they'll, they'll just, they'll be mad at getting embarrassed and they will take it out on, on the Aquaman. Okay. All right. Well then cast your mind forward yet another week, take your chosen victor from said match. And, uh, Who's taking it between Blank and Hamilton? I got some making up to do, so Forge. Thank you, Tony. Wow, we had to suck up to Mark. It's the it's the <laughs> friendship that 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 really I value the most. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, 
I will also say Forge uh, for obvious reasons. Also for Champions 1. Because they won four championships. That'd be the fourth. Yes, I, fourth I, championship. I, I, I get it. Fourth championship. Yeah. Um, basically because of the whole championships one thing. Uh, I'm going to go with Victoria for the whole thing. It's good somebody different, but not Calgary. Never Calgary. No, never Calgary. Fuck Calgary. But, but not Victoria. Boo. Yeah. And I'm still on board with Mark's uh, with Mark's with Duncan's plan. Uh the 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 four one nils. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Aquaman. Boo. I'm gonna wear my orange scuba Pacific diving kit scarf oh. to the match. So that I can blend in but still support. Uh, I'm you, Mark. I'm going to talk to people with your photo. <laughs> if you see this person, she is wearing purple. Heads up. <laughs> Do not trust her orange facade. She is wearing purple. He's going to turn heel on all you motherfuckers the second that goal goes in. Oh, you fucking know it. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of casting uh, our... our looking into our crystal ball of footy predictions into the future. Uh, since we will not be here to discuss the matches, um, as we mentioned before, the WNT XNT has two upcoming friendlies against Brazil. Um, and also, uh, speaking of Halifax, uh, as we were earlier, uh, congratulations on selling out that match, like well super fast. Well done. It's going to be a freaking party there. Um, and the Montreal match, I believe is... The tickets are moving pretty fast there as well. And I think all the supporter sections um, are full now as well. So that will also be a really good atmosphere. So good job, everybody. That's, that sounds like you've got some uh, inside knowledge from the Voyagers. Mm -hmm. on, on, on ticket sales? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it stops there, <laughs> of course. Yeah. You can... <laughs> <laughs> you just look on Ticketmaster and see how many tickets are oh, sold. Yeah. This Ticket isn't secret uh, yeah. Ticketmaster. Like that's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Montreal on the 28th, Halifax on the 31st. Um, let's make some predictions. Um, I feel like Canada has done pretty well against Brazil in their last several meetings. And coming off of a big, important win uh, here in Toronto uh, last month, uh, squad's got to be feeling pretty good. What say you, gentlemen? One nil and nil nil. I don't particularly buy Oof. the uh, offensive renaissance from the uh, the Jamaica thing that's going to carry over. I still think uh, they're probably going to struggle to score goals. Uh, so, yeah, 1 0, 0 0. All right. Vanessa Gilles to score the one goal from a, a, uh, a corner kick. It's probably going to be very exciting. Okay. I'm going to go with um, 1 all in Montreal and 2 0 to Canada in the facts. Just the facts, only the facts? Only the facts. 1 mm, 1 in Halifax. 1 0 loss in Montreal. Oof. Harsh. Sorry. It's all good. Um, 
Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling this one one in Montreal thing, but uh two nil Canada in Halifax. So there. Mm -hmm. All right. Um actually a bonus question for, for the Halifax match. Um do people dress up in costumes? And do all of them dress up like players? And I don't mean that so they can sub on. I mean, like, do we see, you know, people in like, I don't know, Christine Sinclair wigs or whatever. I, I don't know what I'm saying, but something like you that. Don't, you that... don't know what you're saying because if you're I... dressed up in Halifax, you're either a sailor or a donair. <laughs> or both. <laughs> well, Captain, the, 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 Captain donair. The, the donair thing would work really well for Canadian soccer, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would I would enjoy seeing people uh, sort of being sort of dressed up and as you know, players and not just yeah, I'm wearing a kit and it's got a name on the back. No, fully go for this. Uh, oh yeah, you know, that's. Mm, I want absolutely. wigs and like full kits and whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. do it, mm -hmm. do it. I hope so. I hope people dress up for that match because I think that would be delightful and fun. What are you guys dressing up for Halloween? Ghost. <laughs> okay, I got tourist and then what? Daddy. Jesus Christ. Spooky, spook, spooky, spooky daddy. Stop it. Um, good question. I hadn't thought of it. Probably nothing. Same. That's, that's risque. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Well, on that really exciting note, um, that is our show for this week and our show for the next couple weeks. So we are indeed taking a couple weeks off. And <laughs> Tony and Duncan have been celebrating this for days once they found out. Um, so we will be back Ooh. in the second week of November. <laughs> Just in time for American Thanksgiving. That's like three weeks after that. Exactly. <laughs> Stop it. Canadian American Thanksgiving. No. Um, yeah. No. Anyway. Um, Orthodox yes. Canadian Thanksgiving. Stop yes. it. We hope you have a happy Halloween. We hope you enjoy the Campiel playoffs. If you're a TFC fan, that the last match is good for you. That you, if you're, if you like to observe pagan holidays, happy new year. Um, so on and so forth. We will see you in November. Um, yes. Thank you as always. It's been delightful. So. As it's the end of our show, I guess I should sign everybody off. So I've been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel. Uh, out there on the Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher and Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I'm free to do what I want <laughs> any old time. Uh, mm. holding, it, holding it down as always over at Vocal Minority CA, <laughs> Mr. Tony Walsh. I'm Michael Bradley and I'm free. Free to do what I want. Free to manage the 
Prudent <laughs> manage the Canadian national team. See you soon. Nations League. Hashtag bold. Uh, out there in the Twitterverse at Kit Nerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our insane podcast uh, via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy the uh, enjoy the two weeks off. If uh, you guys want anything from from Portugal, uh, get your orders in now. Sardines. Uh, I'll, I'll take a tart, please. Tart. I, 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 you, you. If you think you're being clever, I will try and bring you home a tart. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I guarantee. I do not guarantee its shape, but I will bring you home a tart. Alec, Alec Bunbury, uh, Maritimo kit, please. Uh, if I get the first one, and I'm willing to pay a small fucking fortune for it too. But yes, I'm gonna look for it. Anyway, back to you, Kristen. Thank you, Mark. Obrigado. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until three weeks from now, Canada, get used to it. Ooh.